listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new week here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio. Send feedback via the contact form on our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. If you enjoy this program, please consider subscribing to our podcast for just $5 a month at iloveoldtimeradio.com forward slash support. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. Mondays, it's the friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals, it's the Blue Beetle. Welcome to Season 6 here on I Love Old Time Radio. After this episode, we will go over the f- what the future holds for Mondays. Now, this episode originally aired on September 11th and September 13th of 1940. And this is the last episode, Jewel Mystery of Channel Island. The Blue Beetle. Sweeping down upon the underworld of Smash Gangland, come the mysterious powerful character who is a problem to the police, but a crusader for law. In reality, Dan Garrett, a rookie patrolman, loved by everyone, but suspected by none of being the Blue Beetle. As the Blue Beetle, he hides behind a strange mask and a suit of impenetrable blue chain armor, flexible as silk, but stronger than steel. Today's transcribed episode of the Fox feature, The Blue Beetle, is entitled The Jewel Mystery of Channel Island. Channel Island lies about 12 miles off the coast, near the sea lanes of transatlantic shipping, swept by cool ocean breezes, but difficult of access due to its rocky shores. It is a favorite resort of the wealthy, whose yachts dot the surface of the island's almost completely landlocked harbor. As our story opens today in the office of Police Commissioner Donnelly, Patrolman Dan Garrett, who is really the Blue Beetle, and Mike Manigan are being assigned to special duty by the Commissioner. Uh, there have been a number of mysterious jewel robberies at the Bonaire Hotel on Channel Island, and we've been called in to work on the case. I've selected you two men because I have confidence in you. You work well together. Thank you, sir. Uh, to whom shall we report out there? To a Mr. Halstead, the new manager of the Bonaire. This Mr. Halstead, the new manager, uh, do you know anything about him, Commissioner? Well, according to the owner of the hotel, who incidentally is a friend of mine, 
He came to him highly recommended by a hotel owner at Virginia Beach. Mm, the uh, Bonaire's rather exclusive hotel, isn't it? Yes, it caters to the wealthier class. Is this the first year jewel robberies have occurred there? I believe so. Well, that's sig- significant, if you ask me. Uh, perhaps. But run down every clue. We'll do our best, sir. Yes, I know you will. I feel I'm sending the two best men I have. Thank you, sir. Now, any further questions? Uh, yes, sir. Has uh, any of the loot been recovered? Well, not so far. An attempt has been made to keep the matter as quiet as possible. But the news has leaked out, and people are already beginning to leave the hotel for other vacation centers. Well, then we'd better work fast. That's right. Now, any more questions? No, sir. Then you better get going. There are only two boats a day. You take the evening boat at 7 o'clock. You'll have to hurry. And remember, I'm depending on you two. Yes, sir. And thank you, sir. What are you taking with you, Danny, beside your Blue Beetle chain armor and mask and the change of clothes? That portable radio locator and several of those tiny radioactive crystals you discovered. Uh, will that radio locator fit under your arm? Yes, I've tested it already. Well, good luck, Danny. I hope you're successful in apprehending the jewel thief. Thanks, Doc. That must be Mannigan calling for me. I said I'd meet him here. Good. Hello, Doc France. Is Sherlock Holmes the Garrett here? <laughs> yes, he's back here, Manigan. Hello, Detective Manigan. Where's your overnight bag? Well, my suitcase is out in the car. Well, if you're ready, Mike, we'll start. Well, uh, what's in your bag, Danny? Oh, a few simple necessities. Toothbrush, shaving kit, bathing suit, water wings, rubber boots, pajamas, and uh, winter overcoat. And <laughs> <laughs> no umbrella. I uh, only carry that in the tropics. <laughs> Come on, Mike, let's go. My nostrils crave the smell of salt sea air. Donnelly sent you, Mr. Uh, Garrett. Patrolman Dan Garrett, Mr. Halstead. Ah, uh, yes, Mr. Garrett. My partner, Officer Mannigan, is having a look around. I expect him any minute. I see. Well, I don't know whether you'll be able to discover any more than Groggins has or not. Groggins is our house detective. He was with me at Virginia Beach. Oh. I'll have you meet him. Miss Tingley, ask Mr. Groggins to step in, please. What's that? Oh, very well. Send him right in. Your partner, Officer Mannigan, is here. That's fine. You sent for me? Oh, yes, Gorgon. Come in. This is uh, Officer Garrett from the York City Police Force on special assignment to help us catch the jewel thieves. Oh, city detective, huh? <laughs> well, not exactly. I'm only a patrolman on special assignment by orders of the commissioner. Oh, sort of a rookie detective. Well, I never heard it put just that way, but perhaps you're right. Come in. Uh, Mr. Halstead? Oh, yes, come in. Oh, hello, Danny. Hello, Mike. This is Mr. Halstead, and this is Mr. Grogan, my partner, Officer Mannigan. Oh, hello, Mannigan. Another rookie detective? Uh, Won't you sit down, Officer Mannigan? Uh, Thanks. What's that crack about rookie detective? Uh, Mr. Grogan has just coined a new title, Mike. Rookie detective. Oh, (laughs) I see. Well, then maybe he's already caught the jewel thieves, and we're just wasting our time. Uh, Grogan. Yes, sir? I think you'd better get on the job. The guests will be dancing in the ballroom, and you'll have to keep a sharp lookout on the upper floor. Come in. Well? Uh, pardon me, sir, but Mrs. Thomas would like to have her jewel case from the safe. Oh, just a minute. Uh, she must be getting dolled up for the dance. <laughs> 
<laughs> She'll come down looking like an old-fashioned glass chandelier. There you are, boy. And be sure to get a receipt. Uh, yes, sir. Just a moment. Uh, may I see those jewels? Mm, certainly. Here, I'll open the case for you. Boy, there's a fortune in diamonds and pearls there. Yes. Mrs. Thomas is very wealthy. Well, this necklace I'm holding must be worth a king's ransom. Hmm. It's no wonder jewel thieves like this hotel with paper wearing stuff like that. That mannequin is not stuff. It's high-class good. <laughs> Here you are, Mr. Halstead. Put these back before they stick to my fingers. Here you are, boy. Take them up to Mrs. Thomas. Yes, sir. Now, you'd better go along, Gargan, just to make sure the jewels reach their proper destination. Okay, I'll take care of them. I'll see you fellas around. Sure thing. We'll be around till the jewel thieves are caught. Uh, by the way, Mr. Halstead, uh, what's outside those windows? A water. The sea comes right up to the cliff. It's a sheer drop to the water below. Deep enough for a boat to navigate? Why, yes. What are you driving at? Nothing. Uh, I'm just wondering how the stolen goods could have reached the mainland. I understand everybody using a regular ferry was searched before going aboard after the previous robberies. Mm, that's right. I wasn't aware, though, that any of the stolen jewelry had been found. I see. Well, good night, Mr. Halstead. If Manigan and I see any suspicious characters about, we'll let you know. Do that. I will be extremely grateful. After all, these robberies reflect on me. Yes, they do, Mr. Halstead. Good night. This is the last straw. I'm cured of this place. Help! I've been robbed. Where's Mr. Halstead? I've been robbed. Hey, what's the trouble, ladies? My jewels have been stolen. Every jewel I own. Oh, now, here's Mr. Halstead. Oh, Mr. Thomas. Come come into my office, please. This is terrible, but we'll find them. We'll catch the thieves. Right in here, please. Oh, thank you. Saunders. Yes, sir? Tell the musicians to continue the dance music just as if nothing had happened. Yes, sir. Now, Mr. Thomas, just sit down here and tell us all about it. Officer Mannigan here is from the York City Police. He's here to help us, too. That's right. Now, where's Officer Garrett? Well, uh, he said he was gone for a walk. Find time to take a walk. Oh, Danny ain't wasting his time. You can be sure of that. Hey, what's wrong, Mr. Halstead? Another robbery. Mrs. Thomas here. Well, I'll be. Now, now, just calm yourself, Mrs. Thomas, and tell us all about it. All right. After I left the ballroom about 15 minutes ago, I retired to my room. I removed my pearl necklace and put it with my other jewels. I undressed and went into the bathroom to take my shower before retiring. When I came back into the room, my jewel case was gone. This looks to me like an inside job. The blue beetle. Yes, the blue beetle. Did someone lose this jewel case? Hey, it's that crook you read about in the papers. He's the jewel thief. Oh, but... Blue Beetle, I'm going to arrest you on suspicion of robbery. Can you prove it? No, but I'll take a chance. Just on general principles. Put up your hands, Blue Beetle. Put up your gun, Broggins. Bullets can't penetrate that blue chain armor. Besides, you might hit Mrs. Thomas there. Oh, here. I'll just slap these handcuffs on him, and Danny and I'll take him back to the mainland in the morning. But my jewels, 
Where are my jewels? Your jewels are in this room, madam. In this room? What? So you have got them, Blue Beaker. No, but one of you four people has them on his person. That's a lie. Why, you cheap masquerading crook, I'll... The fire gone. See where it is, Goggins, and call the fire department. I'll join you in a minute. Okay, Chief, but don't let the Blue Beetle get away. He's the jewel thief. Well, gentlemen, the Blue Beetle has found out what he wanted to know. I'm leaving you now. Watch out, Menigan. Guard the door. Sorry, gentlemen, but I'm not going that way. Oh, look! Stop him! Say he's going to go! Well, I'll be. He jumps out of the window. It's a hundred foot drop to the water below. That's the end of the Blue Beetle. But I still haven't got my jewels. to the Blue Beetle. Who has the stolen jewels? How did the Blue Beetles know the jewels were in Halstead's office? These questions will be answered in the next transcribed episode of the Blue Beetle. appearing in Mystery Men Comics Magazine and the Blue Beetle Magazine. The Blue Beetle is on the air twice a week on this same station. Consult the broadcast schedule in your local newspaper. And don't forget to listen in to behind a strange mask and a suit of impenetrable blue chain armor, flexible as silk, but stronger than steel.
Today's transcribed episode of the Fox feature, The Blue Beetle, is the second part of a story entitled The Jewel Mystery of Channel Island. Several jewel robberies have occurred at the exclusive Bonaire Hotel on Channel Island. So far, neither the robbers nor the jewels have been found. Officer Manigan and Patrolman Dan Garrett, who is really the Blue Beetle, have been assigned to the case. Shortly after their arrival at the hotel, a Mrs. Thomas, one of the guests, reports the theft of her jewel case containing a fortune in gems. While Mrs. Thomas, Mike Manigan, Groggins, the house detective, and Mr. Halster, the hotel manager, are discussing the theft, the Blue Beetle appears and announces that the jewels are in that very room. As our story ended, the fire gong in the hotel was ringing. Groggins had dashed out of the room, and the Blue Beetle dived headfirst through the window into the sea a hundred feet below. As our story opens today, a heavy thunderstorm is gradually diminishing. A short distance from the Bonaire Hotel, a figure emerges from the water. Oh, that was a high dive. <laughs> Lucky I learned to dive and swim well at college. <sighs> I wonder what Grogan thought when he found out the fire going was a false alarm. I want to separate him and Halstead to discover which had the jewel. Now I know. Now, now to get back to the hotel without being seen and rejoin Manigan in my true character of Dan Garrett. <laughs> Poor Mike. He let the blue beetle slip through his fingers again. Hello, Mike. Eating again? Say, where have you been? Down by the waterfront. I was looking for you. We've had a bit of excitement while you were gone. Is that so? Is that so? (laughs) We've had a robbery, a false fire alarm, and I almost captured the blue beast. Again? Yeah, but he slipped out of me fingers and dived to his death. The poor devil out of Halstead's office window. Right through the window pane he died. Say, sit down, and I'll have the way to bring you an order of this chicken. Oh, that isn't chicken, Mike. That's squab. Squab, is it? <laughs> I thought it was a baby chicken. Oh, that's a young pigeon. Pigeon? Oh, that's what all them pigeons is for, out back. Did you say pigeons out back? Sure, a big roost full of them. Hmm. Say, do you know something, Danny? What, Mike? I've got me suspicions of Harston, the manager of this hotel. Sure. I've been putting two and two together. And what's the answer? Virginia Beach. Virginia Beach? Yes. He came here from a hotel at Virginia Beach. That's right. Recommended by the owner of the hotel he used to manage. Right again. Well, now, if he could scare people away from this hotel and drop a hint or two about the beauties of Virginia Beach, he might be able to drum up a little trade for his old boss. Good reasoning, Mike. But what about the stolen jewels? Oh, he could hide them a while and later return them to the owners. Anonymously. Uh, anonymously. Uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, you may be right, Mike. Well, good night. I'll see you in the morning. Hey, uh, you going to bed? I've got some figuring to do. Figuring? Yep. I'm going to put two and two together and see what I get. <laughs> Indicates the pearls are not far away. 
closer I get to the dove coast, the stronger the signal I get. What's that? Someone coming out of the dove coast, and a dozen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, twenty pigeons whirling up into the sky. Now they're heading for the mainland. The radio locator signal is fading. I was right. Those pigeons are carrying the stolen jewels to a hideout on the mainland, and that figure stealing away is... Good evening, stranger. Beautiful moonlight night after storm. Uh, yes, it is. Say, uh, can you row a boat? Yeah, I reckon I can. Been pulling an oar nine hundred sixty years. Row me out to that sea plane in a hurry. I'll give you five dollars. Been to a masquerade party at the hotel? Masquerade? Yeah, I see you got on a blue suit and a mask. I kind of thought maybe... Don't you... think man acts. Got to get out that sea plane in a hurry. Oh, that that's Cyrus Worthington's I, plane. I don't care whose plane it is. I'm going to borrow it. Say, if you're drunk, mister, it's joyriding. And if you're sober, it's thievery. I wouldn't do it if I was you, mister. You see, I'm the sheriff. Well, if you can row faster than I can swim, come and get me. to the mainland. Swim? Ain't no boats running. <laughs> Danny has ways of getting around. He's a smart lad, that one. Say, maybe you two ain't cops. Maybe you two are the jewel thieves. And maybe your grandmother was queen of the Eskimos. Oh, yeah? Well, I'm going ashore. What for? 
Why, uh, there's some equipment I want to get. I'll go with you. No, you better stay here on guard. Danny wired me to meet him on the mainland. Oh, well, okay. Come on, then. We can just make the boat. I've got a hunch we're on the right track. Me boy, you've set a mouthful. Chief ought to be here soon. Yeah. yeah. He sure made a haul this time. Ought to bring a hundred grand. Ah, no, no. Not from a fence. No, we don't need a fence to sell them pearls and diamonds. Things mounted as strong as a necklace. We can sell them individual. Quiet, quiet. Somebody's coming. Hey, Oxy. Yeah? It's okay, boss. How many pigeons arrived? Twenty-two. Good. Did you take the little soap bags off their legs? Sure, boss, sure. They're all here. And the jewels, too. Well, I buried the settings back of the dovecote. Let me have the jewels and we'll scram out of here. Where are we going, boss? Rio. We're all going to have a long vacation. But not in Rio. The blue beetle. Yes, the blue beetle. Boss, it said he was. Alfred was wrong. As long as there are crooks to be caught, the blue beetle will never die. Oh, no. We'll see if he can stand up against this. Never faced him. Now, Brogan, see if you can stand up against this. And this. No driving, boys. Hit him on the head! Come on, Monkey, let's play one again. I ain't fight with those ghosts. All right, boys. Raise your hands for the teacher. The car. Hello, Officer Mannequin. Just in time to arrest the jewel thieves of Channel Island. Well, I'll be. If the case of blue people are his ghosts, well, get your hands up and I'll strip the handcuffs on them. Sorry, Mannequin, but you can't handcuff a ghost. Besides, the blue beetle has other work to do. So long, Mannequin. I'll be haunting you. And so Dan Garrett, as the Blue Beetle, exposed a clever scheme and rounded up a gang of crooks, but let his partner, Manigan, get credit for the job. The moral of this story is... Be ever on the alert. Think things through. And when success comes, let your friends share it with you. What new adventures await the Blue Beetle in his crusade against crime? What new problems will he have to solve? These questions will be answered in the next transcribed episode of the Blue Beetle. feature, appearing in Mystery Men Comics Magazine and the Blue Beetle Magazine. The Blue Beetle is on the air twice a week on this same station. Consult the broadcast schedule in your local newspaper. And don't forget to listen in to The Blue Beetle. Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, 
must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. So this actually was the last episode to air of the Blue Beetle. And there isn't a whole lot of information about the show, like the reason it ended, or even who replaced Frank Lovejoy as the Blue Beetle. But it's safe to say that our next show that we start next week will have a bit more information regarding it. And that we'll have it for a while since we have over 300 episodes. Next week, he hunts the biggest of all game, public enemies that even the G-Men cannot reach, the Green Hornet. I'm really excited about this show, and uh, also tune in Friday at the end of Abbott Costello's show as we talk a little bit about more of the other things we have in store for I Love Old Time Radio moving forward in Season 6. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Spotify, Apple, or Google. We're also on Stitcher, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio, or by listening right from our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. If you enjoy our program, please make sure you rate and review wherever you listen to this podcast. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so by visiting iloveoldtimeradio.com forward slash support. Tomorrow we'll play a new episode of My Favorite Husband starring Lucille Ball and join us back next Monday for some more with The Shadow. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny signing off.